I would like to read just one verse from Psalm 110. Psalm 110 and at verse 2, where we read, The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. And the title I would like to give to a short meditation is Christ our King. Christ our King. Now Psalm 110 is what we call a messianic psalm. Why do we call it that? Well, the psalm was written by David, but the things that he writes in that psalm could never be applied to David. This psalm speaks of Christ reigning as a king and subduing his enemies and drawing his people to him and of his eternal priesthood. These things could never be attributed to David. And David was writing this uh, psalm by the spirit of prophecy and he was seeing the Messiah because that's what the psalm refers to, Christ the Messiah. Now, there are three brief things that I wish to highlight from this verse. And the first thing is, Christ has enemies. Now, that might not surprise you, but it really should surprise you. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is absolutely perfect. He is holy, pure, undefiled, completely and utterly without sin. The Bible says he... He did no sin. He knew no sin. In fact, he couldn't possibly sin. Yes, he was tempted. We know that. But he could never, ever sin. And therefore, for people to hate someone who's absolutely perfect is actually a tremendous indictment upon mankind. And it shows the sinfulness of man. Here is the one who walked among us, lived a perfect life, never had to say sorry, never had to retract his words. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall never pass away. Imagine going through your life, never having to say sorry for your, your thoughts or your words or your deeds. He lived an absolutely perfect life. Nevertheless, he has enemies. And this applies to us today. Are you a Christian, for instance? Well, you were once an enemy. What, a, what brought about the great change? Christ subdued you by the gospel. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone's is different. Mine will be different from yours. In one sense, the testimony doesn't really matter. But the fact is that once we were enemies, but by Christ's love and by his power, he has, with, he has drawn us to himself. He has subdued us. Are you an unbeliever today? Then you are an enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's as clear and as stark as that. And if you're a Christian, you should rejoice. You should delight in the glorious privilege you have as being one who has been reconciled to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Are you an unbeliever? Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to call upon the Lord Jesus that he might give you that new life, that he might change your or give you the new nature that he talks about to Nicodemus. Ye must be born again. Now, Christ has enemies and he's surrounded with these enemies. But friends, don't think for one moment that Christ is not ruling. Because that's the second thing I wish to draw to your attention from this verse. What does it say? Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Christ is a ruler. Yes, he is surrounded by enemies. He is surrounded by people who hate him. And ultimately we know that behind all of this is the evil one. But nevertheless, we are to remember that Christ is a ruler and he is ruling. We could think of one or two uh, biblical examples to encourage us and to illustrate this. You will know well the story of Joseph and his brethren. How Joseph was hated by his brethren and ultimately they sold him so that he went into slavery in Egypt. He was in Potiphar's house. Then he went into prison. There he spent some years in prison before finally he was taken before Pharaoh and he was able to interpret Pharaoh's dreams. This was Christ moving and working. Evil was all around Joseph. But the Lord Jesus Christ, our great Saviour, the Son of God, was indeed ruling all of these things and indeed overruling all these things, ultimately to further the cause of Christ and his kingdom. You could think of the book of Esther and you could think of that evil man Mordecai and his plot to destroy the Jews. You know, in that book, God is not even mentioned. Yet, behind the scenes, all things are working out according to his plan. And Mordecai, who sought to destroy the Jews himself, was destroyed. There, the Son of God, here he was behind the scenes doing all things for his glory. We could think too of the, the, the crucifixion. We could think of the Jews and the Gentiles when they, when they conspired together to crucify Christ. That was a terrible event. And wicked men will answer for that event. But nevertheless, it was the Son of God who was behind all of these things and the great plan of God to bring about the salvation of his people. The Lord is always active. He is ruling and overruling. And this is what we must bear in mind and encourage ourselves in this day. That Christ is a ruler and he is ruling. We could think of the New Testament times. We could think of that time when Jesus healed the impotent man. In John chapter 5, one of his early ministries, uh, one of his early miracles, what happened? He healed this man who was impotent for 38 years. He healed him on the Sabbath day. 
and the Jewish leaders took him to task because of this. But Jesus said unto them in John chapter 5 verse 17, My father worketh hitherto, and I work. He's always at work. He's always active. He's always ruling. And this, friends, is to encourage his people. We're living in times when it does not seem as if the church is progressing. It seems to our eyes that the devil is getting the upper hand. That is not the case. We must, by faith, remind ourselves that Christ is a ruler and he has not vacated his throne. The third thing, and the last thing I would like to draw from this verse is that we are to realise that Christ is armed. We are told here in the verse, let me read it again to you. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. I said Christ is armed. What is he armed with? Well, it says here, The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. What's that? What is he referring to? The rod of thy strength out of Zion. Friends, that rod of thy strength is the gospel. It is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ out of Zion. That is just an, another name for the church. This is the great weapon that the church has. It is the everlasting gospel. It is the word of God. It is the sword of the Spirit. We are not to think of Christ having uh, things like swords or spears or guns or bullets or bombs. These are not the weapons of the Lord Jesus. He has one weapon, and that weapon is the word of God, which is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And that weapon he has given to the church. The rod of thy strength out of Zion. And as we gather for prayer this afternoon, friends, we should be gathering to pray that the Lord might bless his word, that that word preached by preachers in churches throughout the nations would indeed bear fruit, that we would see signs following the preaching of the gospel, and that we must remind ourselves, all power is given Unto me in heaven and earth, the Lord Jesus said. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. The Lord Jesus Christ Many portray him as meek and mild, and that is true to a certain extent. But we are to look upon him as one who rules and one who is armed with the gospel. John, the apostle, in the last book of the Bible, in Revelation chapter 6, he sees Christ opening the seals. And in Revelation chapter 6 verse 2, what does he say? And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, 
and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. That's the Lord Jesus Christ going out. Notice, friends, he had a crown. Normally, if you went to battle, you would have something to protect your head. The Lord Jesus Christ was going forth as a victorious ruler in a white horse so that he was clearly visible. This is the picture of Christ. A picture of Christ who rules. A picture of Christ who is armed, who's going forth. And the gospel's going forth and it is having victory even in this day and age. Remember, we live by faith and not by sight. And we are to see these things. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. That's what he's doing now. The world is against Christ. It's hostile to him and his cause and his people. But nevertheless, he is ruling. He is armed. He is conquering. And he is subduing sinful men and women to himself. May the Lord bless these thoughts and these words to you this afternoon. <laughs> 